This episode of Naval Gazing is sponsored by valleygivesback.org. Adding a Valley charity to your estate plan creates a lasting legacy that tells future generations what causes matter to you. Your action will inspire others to follow your lead and make a difference. With a plan gift, you have the power to impact the Valley community forever without affecting your current lifestyle. Learn more at valleygivesback.org, an initiative of the Valley Community Foundation. Plan now, give later, and impact tomorrow at valleygivesback.org. For hundreds of years we brought you the news. For the info we gave you the clues. Owners' profits were always sky high. Hey everybody, welcome to Valley Naval Gazing. My name is Eugene Driscoll. This is a podcast of valleyindy.org. Today we have two very special guests, and it's Derby. This whole episode's Derby, Derby, Derby. As my two guests now scramble to turn off their phones. Hey, if it goes off, it goes off. That, that adds to the ambiance. Hey, absolutely. So that voice you just heard is Derby Mayor Rich Zekin. Mayor Zekin, thank you so much for coming on Naval Gazing. Thank you, Eugene. It's always a pleasure coming up here and uh, talking Derby with you. Talking Derby. And then uh, joining Mayor Zekin making his upteenth appearance on this podcast, <laughs> is Mr. Carmen Desenzo, the city's economic development liaison. Welcome, Mr. Desenzo. Thank you, Eugene. Thank you for having us. So I thought, first of all, we've got, we've got a whole laundry list of topics uh, that we're going to talk about, and I'll try to go quickly and not blab too much. But I thought to establish a baseline for our listeners and or readers out there who maybe don't follow the day-to-day uh, ins and outs of what's happening with Derby government, Carmen, you're the economic development liaison. So what have you been up to? It's a part-time position uh, that you took when he laughs at that, because I would assume you're probably, I don't want to get the city in any kind of labor law trouble. (laughs) But but generally speaking, uh, what are you doing every day? Give us a rundown of of what the job is and what it entails. Primarily, my job is to coordinate between developers and the city of Derby and the Board of Aldermen. So since day one, I have pushed uh, the mayor and Andrew, the chief of staff, uh, towards selling the properties that Derby has been sitting on for years and to sell them. And that's what we have done. And we have a public auction coming up on July 11th. Okay. And we have eight properties this time around that we're uh, going to auction off. And um, another few months after that, we'll have other properties that will also auction off. Um, that in um, since December, we have been working with the Beretta Group. I call it the Beretta Group only because that's the person who owns the property right now, the Beretta family down on Factory Street. We have been working very hard with them to establish their uh, project that they're going to do on Factory Street. Let me Okay, so let me just jump in for one second because we had two different issues there. First, how did the city, the properties that you're selling, 
how did those come into the city's possession? Are these, are these former blighted properties? Yes, they, some okay. of them are for, um, former blighted properties that the city took over, knocked the buildings down, and the lot lays vacant, uh, not generating any tax money. And, you know, the business of a city is to build your tax base, uh, to try to get the pressure off of the uh, homeowners and taxpayers of the city. So then, that's, it, I'm sorry. That's right. Are there any uh, deed restrictions or anything like that? Because one thing that people worry about, I, I know in my neighborhood, blight was a real issue that, you know, three properties decimated my property values because they had become uh, blighted because mm-hmm. people uh, after the recession and they were upside down the mortgages, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and then the worry is that, well, somebody comes in, flips it, and then rents it out to a thousand people. And then, Are there any kind of deed restrictions that keep these as single families or anything like that? Yes. Yes, there are. There are. It depends where the properties are, and it depends also on the, lo- uh, not the location, but the surrounding properties. So if if a lot is in the middle of umpteen houses that are two, three, four, five families, we have restricted them to only two families. And also um, some are restricted to no buildings. So we're trying to reduce density, but sell the property to the adjoining Gotcha. Landowner to be used as as parking, and that's one of the. I mean, you, when you look at sort of the uh, underlying issues in Derby, density is one of them. It's like the city's just developed to the tilt, and in some parts of town, I'd say where I am, overdeveloped. No, absolutely, and that's one of the things uh, that's interesting to hear. No, absolutely, and then let me just ch- go uh, ahead, charm in here a little bit. Um, you know, working with Carmen. Right off of day one, I mean, for six months. And once we saw these properties were just sitting here, and I mean, he's been working nonstop with this, with the attorneys to, to get the deed restrictions and, and do all the background checks on it. And it, unfortunately, I was hoping it was going to be done in a couple months. But, you know, government takes time getting through the Lawyers take that. Ugh, yeah. You know, it, 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 it took a while. But like I said, it's six months now. We're, we're ready to sell these off. We're going to have revenue coming in back on the tax list, like Carmen just said. So we're excited about that. So we're going to have, you know, try to build our uh, fund balance back up, try to send some of this money into there, and then some other projects in the city that we want to get done for beautification and stuff. So, I mean, I, we're on the right track. We really are on the right track. So, And then going to Factory Street, this is the former Housatonic Lumber yes. property? Okay, yes. and there's there's a redevelopment project that's been, I don't know if it's been officially proposed, but it's definitely been talked about at the P&Z level. Yes. Uh, can you describe what's happening yep, there? There is a, a consortium, a group of, Developers, investors that have joined forces with the Beretta family to create this group who has now purchased the Jacob property, the scrap metal. Oh. They have so that eventually, hopefully, will be closing and relocating. Um and they have uh, proposed with their they brought in their builder, they brought in their uh, land use attorney and who was working very well with our land use attorney and our zoning board to formulate the new codes for downtown overlay zone. Um, this, I, I know that you're... You're holding up a, a, a conceptual... Map. Yep. I don't know about... I guess a site plan. Okay, right. and it shows... This is, uh, this is Main Street. This is Factory Street. And this is what they have on board for their phase one, two, and three. So I'm looking at one, two, three, four, five building pads... Uh, where the Housatonic property is, it looks like 150 units of housing and then commercial on half of the first floor with 225 parking spaces. So we're talking a mixed-use development yes. uh, in that former. Yes. And is this theirs too? 
Yes, this or they own this, the opposite okay. side of the street. No, they own all of this property. On over here. This is Jacobs. Oh, okay. This is the city of Derby. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Right. And do you, is the same group interested yes. in... Oh, okay. Yes. So that's more than I thought. I thought it was just Housatonic property. So no. you're talking about them going on both sides of the street there. Correct. And then that's we, Halleck's Landing, right? Is that what that's we're That's correct. About? Okay. Right. Oh, wow. That's interesting. So have they given any uh, indication? We always say mixed use. What does that mean? Uh, uh, retail on the bottom floors and uh, apartments above. Any idea of what type of retail? That, I know it's very mm, early, but no, that's what people want to no, know. No, yeah. No, not yet. No. Oh, so that's exciting. So when do they uh, formally come forward with and, and submit site plans? The, is there like a timeline? Yeah, their timeline is to start their project at the same time the state starts Route 34. Oh, and that brings us to? Next year. Okay. Yes. Yes. I think that project's cursed because every couple of years, the Route 34 project, uh, since we've been around in 2009. Well, well I think we're it, the closest right now that we've ever been. We, I mean, we've been in touch with the Naugatuck Valley COG, Council of Government, who's handling the project, the state. And um, the last thing was the sewer line uh, location of in the, in the roadway. So we got that up to them now. So it's coming under final design. It's going to go up to the state. Once it gets up to the state, the state has to review it, the final review. And then we get it back, and that's when we have to put pressure on the commissioner up there to have his people do their job so we can get Derby going. Yeah, Absolutely going. It's getting a little painful there because as it you is. drive by, the buildings, have are they're not abandoned, but they're marked for demo, but they're sort right. of sitting there. And the hope was that the demo would have already happened, but that's sort of been— But they already took down that one section of the old Housatonic Lumber, the old Calvert's buildings down now. Uh, the Derby Feed Tower, that went down real quick. So, I mean, it, it, we're opening up the land right now, getting it ready— and one thing that's another sticking point is the Army Corps of Engineers. So we're working on getting them to the table to explain what we have to do. And we have a maintenance plan in the works for the levees and the dikes that are along the Housatonic and the um, Naugatuck Rivers. And that's like a $15,000 project, if I remember correctly, sh- right? Okay, the, 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 the $15,000 is only for the study. For the study. On what has to be done. Oh, wow. Okay. 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 The actual work itself, whatever our public works department cannot handle then we would have to go outside for. Okay. And that's because you can't put anything there unless the Army Corps of Engineers Gives say you your, your, your levees are okay. Right. And don't forget, that. that's not only downtown, that's also behind BJ's. They, consider, another, it, okay. they consider it as one levy. We, you know, we, we, we think of it as different things, levy and but it's the whole thing. Levy, you know, so. but, we, but we had a meeting with them a couple of weeks ago and they had to cancel. And uh, so we're, in, we're trying to get them back at the table. And right now we're just um, getting a call up to Senator uh, Murphy's office to see if he can help us uh, get them. Um, because that's, it's, it's holding us up and Derby needs to start moving forward. Yeah, that and seems for to one organization to be putting a, a, a monkey wrench in this for us, it, it doesn't seem fair. There are a so. lot of bureaucracies to, to with this project. Right. Uh, it's almost like, you know, people, when they go to City Hall, it's like, oh, God, I have so much to do just to get a building permit. Mm-hmm. But in this case, it's the city that has to deal with all. There's a tremendous amount of red right. tape, some of which it sort of appears out of nowhere. Right. Well, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. So one thing we did with our food court ordinance, ordinances for the food carts that we have, like with Bad Sons, so they have those uh, vehicles that come in. And it, like you said, it, it would take sometimes two months for a hot dog van or something to come in to sell food there. So um, the owners down there came came in. You understand they were upset for the, the for how long it took and everything. So finally we got the ordinance. We got everybody together, the police chief, the lawyers. Boom. 
now it's cut down and the what time. You're, what you're talking about, for anybody who's not familiar with Bad Sons, is a new brewery, relatively new brewery in Derby, and, and they don't serve food themselves, but they have this, it's like the new trend where you bring in all these food trucks where you have a variety of food that you couldn't serve yourself. And one of the things that was happening, there's all this sort of red tape involved in right. setting up a food truck, and exactly. you sort of streamlined that to make it easier. And this is the, the new wave of how businesses are running yeah, around new, here. These, yeah. you know, you go out to Brantford, and so they have the food carts there. So we had, we wanted to make it easier for the businesses to be able to do their business here. So so we we streamlined it for them. And then just one last question on, on Route 34: yep. When is the the break ground? What is that term? When is the ground breaking? Yeah, when are they going to put the shovel well, like in the ground said, with the magic We're hoping hats. by the end of June of, is, of this month, of this year, to have our plans up to the state. And okay. once the state engineers have it, they have to go through it and make sure everything's acceptable. And then we get it back. It goes out to bid. And then we get the and, uh, shovels in the ground. So that's what we're looking that at springtime. Well, spring of next year. That's what. Spring, ideally. That's ideally, it. If everything right. goes and, and everybody. When, when I got into the office back in December and I talked to COG up there and Council of Governments, and that's what the timeline was back then. And it's still looking good right track. there. Yeah. And it's just a matter of getting WPCA to water pollution control. We needed the sewer lines in there. So now we know where those are going. And. I'm excited, but I don't want to get too excited because you know right, how sometimes yeah. you get it comes back to, to, to bite you in the butt. That's exactly. what that that's sort of been the unraveling of a couple of administrations, I think. Hi, this is Eugene Driscoll, most likely interrupting myself to bring you a message from our sponsor, ValleyGivesBack.org. Adding a Valley charity to your estate plan creates a lasting legacy that tells future generations what causes mattered to you. Your action will inspire others to follow your lead and make a difference. With a planned gift, you have the power to impact the Valley community forever without affecting your current lifestyle. Learn more at valleygivesback.org, an initiative of the Valley Community Foundation. Plan now, give later, impact tomorrow at valleygivesback.org. How about Big Y? This was huge news. Walmart moved out. You had an empty plaza for a while, which was sort of a, a thumb in the eye of Derby. But uh, Big Y is going in there. Yes. And apparently, from what I've heard, the owner of the center is embarking on a pretty big redevelopment plan. Absolutely. Yes. Do you yes. guys have some info? I've, general I've, outline? I've been what? in touch with him, and he's looking uh, you know, to see what kind of tax incentives that we can afford to, to give him. Um, which uh, actually the city is, as I speak, the city is working on the tax incentive program. Um, also, the I have talked to the builder from Big Y. He's was in uh, our building department office, and um, he is also the builder who built the Big Y in Shelton. So I'm pretty sure that it's probably going to be look a lot like the Shelton Big Y. So they're going to do some teardowns and, and rebuild essentially that that Walmart. Yes, yes. correct. So, yeah, and that Shelton Big Y is a nice-looking uh, shopping center in terms of shopping centers. Absolutely. You know? And I think initially— Not that you, people usually think they're beautiful, but, you know, right. it's a nice-looking And I think thing. they initially they were giving us a timeline of the spring of next year when they initially well? started, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. And then the tax incentive program. Can you talk—I mean, from what I understand, if you one of the things about Derby, uh, the city's at a bit of a disadvantage because the mill rate's lower in Shelton for various reasons because they were— Correct. They had open space that they— 
we're able to carefully manage and, and promote uh, big commercial development uh, and the Sinto Towers and all that. Right. While Derby was always the city, sort of the hub of the valley uh, back in the day. So we're more landlocked, we're more developed. So in order to compete, to lure people in, the, the philosophy, I believe, is to try to right. give them some type of tax break to come in and invest in Derby. Is yeah, that, absolutely. Is that? And Gene, every, and Carmen will tell you too, he's, he, we're getting calls weekly that they want to build because the location of Derby, Route 34, Route 8, Route 15, up to 84, 90, you know, we're right in the middle of everything. So we're, we're, we're kind of mirrored off of uh, Orange and Trumbull's ordinances that they had for their, their tax incentives and so we're like tweaking it for dirt so it could fit for derby and so we've been getting calls a couple of the places that are uh, in the process of uh renovating right now and uh, so hopefully within the next few months we'll have everything ironed out and we'll put that out there to entice people to you know come to Derby and just, you know, do their business here and give them a little incentive to, to stay here. And this is something that's being formulated with the Board of Aldermen. There yes, they the, board, the Board of Aldermen have already voted to approve a committee to do the study. Right. So that's where we are right now. The committee will be, the committee was, the stature of the committee has been approved by the Board of Aldermen. Now we're, the board, the chairman of the Board of Aldermen plus two other Board of Aldermen, the chairman of the tax board, and two tax members, myself, uh, Mayor Zekin, and chief of staff will all be on the committee. Okay, and then one thing that I, I, I'll just, I'll bet that'll happen eventually, because we've seen this happen elsewhere. When the word tax incentive or that phrase comes up, that can be dangerous politically because it's an easy thing to, to, oh, they're giving tax breaks to developers and I'm paying full taxes. Like, how will you explain to people uh, why you think this is needed? Because it's one of those easy political things that uh, people beat each other over the head. Oh, that's a good question. And, and there's, a, there's a history of it in Derby where one side says, here's what we're going to do, and then it just gets... Well, it's a good question. I mean, but people need incentive to come and do a project. So they're going to spend their money. They're going to um, stimulate the economy, the local economy with the builders and everybody coming in there. And they're pumping a lot of money in there. So if you give them whatever number you're going to use, 50, 75%, and then over five years, you're going to be brought up to 100%, you're paying your taxes. The incentive to come here and, and, and build and, 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 like I said, build up the city, <clears throat> excuse me, and to uh, and bring your, your 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 company or bring whatever business that you're going to bring in here, I think it's a win win for for Derby because not only are you going to have your employees in here, they're going to be patronizing the local businesses. So for what we're giving away or, or what they're not paying, we're still getting some, and eventually over that five years or seven years, whatever it's going to be, then they'll be at the at the at the top ring right there, and they're going to be paying the, the fair share. But to get them in here to help them out to spend their money. I, I think it's a win-win. I don't think it's a loss for us. And, and as you know, Eugene, you're a, a resident of the city. We've been waiting 25 years for developers I, to come in. And yeah, for anyone, whether you're a Republican, a Democrat, or an independent, to complain about giving a developer a tax incentive program to adhere to is, is crazy. Otherwise, I mean, they're going to Oxford. Right. Exactly. Just exactly. Right exactly. Go to Shelton, go to Oxford, yeah. go to Ansonia, anywhere. Because everybody else has a tax incentive program. Right. Why Why shouldn't we have one to entice the uh, developers to come to Derby? And that empty lot isn't bringing any tax money in right now. So half is better than nothing, which would help our, our tax rate. 
So that's the way I look at it. So the naysayers, like, all right, then what, leave it empty if you want. And these are imagined naysayers at this point. Exactly. I'm, I'm, just, right. I'm Nobody, just going on my experience. Right. Nobody has right. come forward to say anything yet. No. Right. Right. Uh, okay. And then uh, you had talked about, right before we went on, you just sent out uh, a way to collect back taxes. Because obviously, like, yes. Derby isn't, we're not, I mean, the, the uh, chief of police said it at the tax board meeting the other night. Uh, he's like, hey, we're a poor community. I mean, when it comes mm-hmm. right uh, down to it, the city's not rolling in cash. Right. Uh, and so you can see it at tax board, and you remember the tax board, so you know right. better than anybody. And, well, what happened when, when I was in Ansonia, chief of staff over there, they did a, um, a, buy, or a tax lien sale over there they were doing. And so I brought that idea over here, talked to Carmen and, you know, corporate counsel, and we were kicking the idea about doing that. But, you know, we put our heads together, and we're like, well, let's send out a reminder letter. So we sent out letters to, I think, 50 of the top uh, back taxes. And since four months, Carmen, yep, we uh, collected about half a million dollars, came in without having to do a lien sale and put these people in a position where they're- You're you taking know, they their property. Right. right, exactly. So now they're like, they're making, uh, you know, they're, they're making payments and they're paying off their back stuff. And like I said, we just picked up a half million dollars that was sitting on the books. So I was like very, very impressed that's by a, that, that. And that's, I mean, that's a massive amount oh, in the Derby budget. Because that's Absolutely. relatively, relative. and what do you, you know, by the time this airs, I don't know if a budget will be approved. This will probably be air, uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. But mm-hmm. the, the, the tax board is currently considering uh, a budget. I, th- uh, I think it's next Wednesday. Yeah, evening. next. I think it's next Wednesday. But kind next of flat, Wednesday. maybe... Uh, up maybe, but it's it's going to be right there. I mean, a couple of the programs that were started, you know, prior to I get there, the street lights. I mean, we're going to be saving about ninety thousand on that. I looked into see if there was any fat in this budget, and I found a few things. Whittock Park, we, we ended up saving about fifteen thousand on there, and, and now I have Public Works doing the work up there. Seeing how they don't have the baseball field and the football field now, so we utilize oh, the manpower okay. up there. Oh, nice. Okay. So we were able to keep it in house now. Went to a local uh, business in Ansonia, so they do the fertilizing. They're DEEP certified, so they're able to sign off on everything that needs to be done up there. So there was a quick 15000 right there that we saved. Copying machines, water. You know, that I think I told you at the last time we were here, but every little bit helps. And so that's what we've been doing. We've been going through it. And um, so we, we've been able to cut some things. And then in terms of the big news of the week as we record this in Derby was this possible and the, this idea by uh, Dr. Conway and the police chief to get a school resource officer up at Derby High School. Absolutely. How do you think that's going to work out? Is it something you support? I I, I do. And, you know, being a former officer. I, I don't know who would say, I don't support yeah, absolutely. school no, safety. Because, you know, when I retired, you know, people are going to be like, wow. But, you know, at 47, you know, I'm still young. And a lot of officers are retiring in their late 40s, early 50s. And I know a lot of them now are getting hired in, like, Old Lyme, Old Saybrook, and they're seasoned 25 year troopers officers and they're they're hiring them as SROs school resource officers so they're already trained you're an experienced officer you, you can deal with the people you can deal with the kids you have the experience it's not like you come right out of the academy and you have to learn I, i'm a proponent for that if we can get someone that's retiring i just spoke to a deputy chief down down the line towards uh new york that's looking to do something and i'm like wow popped at the same time so i'm going to talk to the chief about that and see if we can do a lateral transfer in and uh, we'll work with the union and see what they think but uh, i mean there's so many certified officers and qualified officers 
high-ranking officers that I think will do a great job for there. And, and with our campus, so unique as it is that the middle school and the high school are right there, mm. so I think it go back and forth. So I think it would be a great idea. And then uh, just sticking with education for one moment, I forgot to mention this earlier, but regionalization, that's uh, something the study mm -hmm. has, is going to be funded by a state grant. It was yes. announced. 168000 uh, Which is, that's good. And we have, next week is their first meeting. Oh, okay. I talked to uh, Joe Jalman, the alderman over in Ansonia. And um, so they have their five, our five, and then the state board of ed is going to have, uh, I guess, call them a mediator. And they're going to sit down in that room. And, and it's going to start. Start. It's going to be a, a finally like a conclusive study. Yeah. On and I mean, I mean, how many years you've been living here, Carmen, you, you know, how many years everybody was against it, against it, against it. And with our six, first six months in here, we were able to pull that together, too. So I think I'm, this administration is doing some good things now working together, especially with regionalization. So um, I just want to work with people and try to get therapy moving forward. And speaking about regionalization, um, we acquired uh, the Varka building. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah we got the Varka building. Uh, the city owns that now. And uh, we'll, our first venture is going to be with the Ansonia to put both the senior centers together. Uh, at the Varka Center, um, and hopefully um, the rest of the building. It's a very big building. You know, a lot of people drive by that it, building. They think it's a small building. Yeah. It's 26,000 square That's feet. That's insane, yeah. yeah. It's like and, just um, hidden in the hills. Right, yeah. and, you know, we may be able to put other departments of both towns in the building. So that's uh, something yeah. that we're working and on And we're right reaching now. out to other towns and other agencies that are interested because the location is excellent right off of Route 8. Um we're looking at the property across the street. Uh, we're looking for parking, at parking. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. I mean, we're looking at certain things. And that's like an undeveloped field, which is only yeah. a cemetery and then a school right. property. Right. Above. So, like St. Peter and Paul Church. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So, we're looking at certain things to see what we can uh, do over there. I mean, so it's it's going to be, you know, it's a one level. There's a second level there with, with an elevator. And the, the upstairs, there's probably. 20 offices upstairs so it, it's it's massive it's a massive building we're, we're probably looking for new space i'm just throwing that out there <laughs> eugene to, let me tell you <laughs> for the right what's price your we'll what's your budget what, what about <laughs> cheap uh okay so if the senior center let's say it moves into varka eventually then you've got prime real estate absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah what happens to that building? we're gonna sell it, <laughs> sell it. <laughs> that's well, my job yep. yeah okay Re that's you know recoup the monies that went out and uh, start bringing up that fund balance. We got to get back up there. Okay. Gotta get more uh, solid Need base that we got. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, then in terms, of, yeah, because I mean, I'm just thinking like before we went on, like just uh, you know, I, I when I first took an apartment in Derby was on E Street, and the landlord. This was like 12 years ago. The landlord was like, "Hey, that Main Street. There's a whole. He was he wanted to charge me an arm and a leg for for mm -hmm. for rent, and he and he used." Derby's comeback as the uh, the reason, and uh, it still hasn't happened. But uh, you know, I bought a house there, yeah. and uh, you know, I paid one eighty for my house. But uh, it's the the value's gone in the opposite direction for a variety of reasons. So the things you're talking about, uh, you know, I'm sure there's it's, a lot of people it, in my it should in my help. Shoes, yeah, it's so. going to help. It's it'll definitely build up. Uh, I don't know where I was going with that. I'll probably just cut that out. But uh, let's talk about. Uh, the Civil War monument restoration you wanted to touch upon. Yep, uh, I mean, especially for this weekend, to start to, to segue into it, we did the Memorial Day flags yesterday at all the cemeteries. And it worked out good because a lot of the vets that do it right now are in their 70s and 80s. 
certain a couple of them are on oxygen and stuff like that. So we put out uh, um, Evelyn Browning, one of our older ladies. Uh, she put out a request for people to come, and we ended up with. 30-something people there. You yeah. went there at Oak Cliff Cemetery, Eugene, and that, that, the vets that were there were like, wow, this is the most we ever had. Yeah, it was scheduled for 9 a.m. I got there at 8.45, and they were like halfway done. Oh, yeah. We did Oak Cliff, we did St. Peter and Paul's, and then we did St. Michael Cemetery in an hour. And they, these guys were just like, oh, my God, it's never been that quick. And we went Mount St. Peter's, we only had to do a section of it because Derby, Ian Sony, and Shelton take care of it so big. So we were able to do it within a couple hours. So that was great. Next year, we're going to advertise a little bit more. Hopefully, I put it on my Facebook, and a lot of people, oh, I wish we knew about it. They wanted to bring their kids and stuff like that. So I think it's going to be a big event next year. And then um, going into that, the Civil War Monument on uh, the Green is going to be completed. It's, they were putting the final touches on it. We are going to do a little service after the parade come um, I know you're not going to know about it, but to come Monday. This will be after that, but yeah. it will have happened. But we're going to do a little service. Hopefully it doesn't rain on us, but it's going to be a uh, rededication. And then in the summertime, during one of our concerts in, in the farmer market, in between that, we're going to do a uh, celebration of the uh, monument. And so that's going to be a big thing in the summer. We're going to advertise that, and we want to get the uh, vets and the Elks, hopefully, and Boy Scouts and everybody down there just to you know do a celebration with that and, and Shelton because it, Shelton's part of this also. Yeah, and that the monument restoration is is just unbelievable. Like Jack Walsh put a photo on his Facebook page, and somebody asked him, "What do they buy new cannons? Because it looks it looks oh, like absolutely because they had been sunken into the ground. Yes. Yeah, and they're they're positioned perfectly now. I'm like, right. and, um, and then you know, shout out to Jamie Cohen for yes. all the hard work and yeah. dedication he has given. I think he gave us a number today. It was around like seventy ish thousand. That was raised. That was raised for all that. Found, yeah, he's like the magic man. He, he is. Things he just is. happen. Absolutely. Him. So, uh, is there anything else you wanted to touch upon before we uh, call it a day? Well, I just want to thank everybody. You know, I do those uh, guest bartending gigs, and um, in the four months that I did it, been averaging over four thousand. We averaged over four thousand dollars for local charities. I'm still recovering from the one I attended. That's that's what it's all about. You know, <laughs> I was glad you guys could show up, and uh, we got a couple more coming up. And we'll we'll announce it, and we're looking for some charities to. Uh, and well, I like to keep it in Derby, mm-hmm. basically, and uh, so those have been going good. So I'm happy I've been doing that. And then, Carmen, just just two things I like to touch upon. Um, don't know if the city uh, residents know that much about it, but the Baron Block has been sold. Oh, yes, and I meant the, to ask. And the closing on the Baron Block is supposed to be next Friday. Uh, also on Hawkins Street. Um, the bids just went out. Uh, we're taking down three more buildings. So the Blight Department, Andy Cota, Jim Watson, uh, the, the whole building department has been working very hard. You know, and I've, I've chaired the uh, Blight Committee for six years, and, and, you know, it's just it's just what Derby's doing now. We're, we're going after the Blight, and we're continuing. And so these three buildings will be coming down um, probably be by midsummer. Yeah, and the Baron Block, that is welcome news because that's just yes, a big right. black eye because yes. now it's been just sort of sitting there mm-hmm. for right. a couple of years. Mm-hmm. There's graffiti on it. But, uh, but the developers coming in, are they've done projects out of, to- out town, out of town, other cities and stuff like that, big buildings like that, and they're going to be working with in conjunction with the housing to uh, put people in there mm-hmm. for vouchers and stuff like that. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to work out very well, very well. And then there's also another – there's a uh, – Community Garden, right around the corner from there. Yes. We, we worked with the United just Way. Opened. Yep. Just Is that opened. the Irving School one or another No, one? no. That's the that's one on Olivia and Fifth. Oh, no. Okay. The corner. Oh, wow. They yeah. did a beautiful job. Yeah. Pick yeah, that's it, an amazing Picket White Fence. Uh, beautiful. Yep. And we're trying to keep that up. And plus, you asked me what else I've been doing. I've been driving around town nonstop. They all know my blue pickup truck. 
And uh, I've been stopping at places that have been known as uh, litter places, some of the stores and stuff. I've been walking in there, talking to the owners. They've been sending out their employees, picking stuff up. Um, certain loitering places I've been stopping by, you know, I'm getting uh, oh, yeah, that, That's why I ran into you at the community center that night. I was coming out with yep. my kid because that had been... Absolutely, yep. 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 I, I haven't little, seen that problem ever since whatever no, because the city office, did. You know, I talked to uh, Chief Narowski. We have the officers going down there. At first, they were like, you know, what's going on? And then, you know, I got my first response report on it, and they said, yeah, there was nothing going on. I go, great, that's the end result I want, nothing going on. So they're going to see the officers down there. They're going to see them out of their cars, talking to the people, and that's what I want. And that's I want to engage the residents out there. There's a lot of good residents down there. A lot of them, a few of them from uh, a couple of the streets came to my office with concerns. They know I'm a police officer, and they, they know I can get some stuff done. So, you know, with the help of the police department, I'm out there. And I, I, I'm seeing some results on it. So, and I think the residents are too. Okay. And then uh, I'll just pick your brain for a second, Carmen. Any new businesses uh, coming in or any new shops or retail storefronts being filled or anything like that? Uh, well, people always love that. Right. Of course, we, I saved it we to have the a, end. We have a lot on paper that have not, you know, in conjunction with Big Y, there may be oh, right. a couple okay. other prospective tenants that will be coming to the same facility. Um, you know, can't say right now, but... Um, the landlord has already talked obviously to us about it. He's looking to fill. I mean, obviously. Yes. Yeah. yes. So, How about um, Elizabeth Street? How's that doing? I know there's there's sort of turnover with a lot of the stores there. A lot of the small stores. Yes. We have um, the young the, lady. Um, she's putting in a boutique. Boutique. Shop. Okay. Yep. And then that should be opening very shortly. United Cigar. He's United Cigar uh, pulled a permit for the liquor store. Liquor store right next to that. Oh, right. So no he's kidding. taking yep. my old headquarters. Right. In the arts Valley Council. Arts Council, Council. and there, that's going to be a new liquor store over there. And we're trying to find a place for the Arts Council right now. <laughs> so Rich DiCarlo is asking for a spot, so He's we're looking a, right now. But, all right. Uh, we'll be moving it with them. All right. Is there anything else you guys wanted to add? No, just, I guess no, that's, that's it. That no, fine, thanks for yeah. getting everything out there, yeah. Eugene. You know, yeah, every time no. we call you, you know, you get the information out there, and I appreciate it. Yeah, you're not mad at me yet. No. Nah. A couple of, no, couple of more months. Nah, Eugene. Right. <laughs> not you. All right. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. All right, buddy. You're We brought you the news Printed the info We gave you the clues Owners' profits Were always sky high Changing market Now threatens our lives Post literation Critical reading Dumb down nation Signs have been breeding TV sucking ideas from our hands Are in the